welcome to a very special edition of the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. What's up, everybody? I'm Joe Fortenball coming at you from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the Radio Row experience I've been enjoying all week. Triple G, Canelo Alvarez, Saturday night at T-Mobile Arena. So if the sound quality this week is a bit off for this episode, you understand why. Here's what we got coming up today. In just a few minutes, we're going to be joined by Jason Symbol. He's the Vice President of Risk Management for CG Technology here in Las Vegas. He's going to shed some light on the sharp action that's been flowing in for week two in the NFL. We're also going to talk to him about how the professionals have been betting the Triple G Canelo Alvarez fight. Speaking of the big fight, our good friend Joey Odessa, offshore odds maker extraordinaire, is going to join me after Jason to talk about the best way to bet on Saturday night's mega fight. But we begin this episode with an NFL trend. At any point this week, if you've been trying to consume any sort of gambling content whatsoever, I'm sure you've come across the following. If X happens in week one, historically, Y will happen in week two. It's a natural way to try and handicap the second week of the NFL season. Totals, sides, what have you. This trend that we're going to focus on today is a sliver of week one to week two. And what I mean by that is I wanted to know how road teams in week one that pulled off a victory performed in week two when they went back out on the road. So this week we have one example of a team that went on the road last week and won and is back out on the road in week two. That's the Philadelphia Eagles. One in Washington, Now, this week, they head to Kansas City to take on the well-rested Chiefs. So in that scenario over the last five years, how has that played out for teams in Philadelphia's situation? Great question. The team in Philadelphia's situation has gone one and seven straight up, two and six against the spread. Now, that might not be the type of trend that sends us sprinting up to the betting window. So let's look at it from another perspective. In that same scenario, what results do we get when we look at the over and the under? The answer The over is seven and one. So when a team goes out on the road and wins in week one, then hits the road again in week two, over the last five years in those eight instances, the over has cashed seven times. You go back one more year and make it a six-year sample size, you have the over cashing 10 of 11 times. 10 of 11 times in the last six seasons, teams gone out and won a game on the road in week one, come back in week two to play on the road again. 10-1 and to the over. So, Philadelphia, Kansas City, we've got our eye on the over, 47.5 total points. Going to be up 500 by midnight. Jason Symbol from CG Technology is going to join us in just a moment. But before he does, if you get an opportunity this weekend, head over to CoversExperts.com and use the promo code SHARP600. It will get you a free $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. That's the promo code SHARP600 at CoversExperts.com. Right after that, don't think twice. Head right over to Covers.com. Jump into the Streak Survivor Contest. You'll have a chance to win $100,000. Let's go back out to the desert. The Vice President of Risk Management at CG Technology. You can follow him on Twitter at JSymbol. It's Jason Symbol joining us here on the SHARP 600. Jason. Thank you so much for your time today. Let's jump right into it. Week two in the NFL, what positions have you seen the Sharks establishing? Yeah, a few games stand out to me. Uh, A couple bad teams coming off of bad performances in week one, but the Sharks are right back on them. First, got the Colts in their their game against Arizona. 
took seven and a half there. That game is down to seven. Uh, another one would be the Jets. Uh, actually took 14 with the Jets in Oakland playing the Raiders. That's down to 13 and a half. And then they're on the bandwagon of the Jaguars so far. Uh, took two and a half and two in that game. We're actually all the way down to Jaguars plus one against Tennessee. So Jets, Colts, and Jags. On the flip side of the equation, what positions are you expecting the public to come in and take? Two games really stand out. Seattle uh, coming off of their their first loss. They're playing uh, San Francisco. That game actually opened 12 and a half. It's all the way up to 14, and that's been just a barrage of public money that drove that. Uh, and the other biggest one would be New England coming off a loss. Coming off a loss, obviously they are on the longer rest. Uh, you know, the Saints playing on Monday on short rest. So all signs point to the public being all over the Pats. Okay, so by the time we get to kickoff on Sunday. Which game do you think will be the biggest sweat for you guys at CG Technology? So in the early slate, I think it's going to be New England. And if somehow New England covers, uh, which a lot of people think that they will, then we're going to go into the late game really needing the Broncos and the Niners. If we don't get them, it could be an ugly day for the Bucks. Now, from your perspective, you obviously are a guy who understands risk management. You've been in the business. You're located here in Las Vegas. Are there any sides or positions that you think are intriguing? Like if someone was to give you a thousand bucks and say, "Go make a play," which side or total would you be looking at? Yeah, you know, I normally don't like betting favorites, but I actually like Pittsburgh this week against uh, Minnesota. Um, you know, I think there, I think Pittsburgh kind of just you know didn't really care against Cleveland. You know, you never really thought that they were going to lose the game at any point. Le'Veon Bell had barely practiced, et cetera. You know, I think you know come about. Six, seven, eight weeks from now, if they played this game again, I think the number would be seven. So I think you're getting a little value with the Steelers at six. I kind of like them. Where do you land on the Kansas City-Philadelphia game? You've got Doug Peterson, who used to work and play under Andy Reid, heading to Kansas City, back-to-back road games, to take on a Chiefs team that's had 10 days off. Yeah, you know what Andy Reid's record is coming off of buys. You saw what he did off of the uh, off of the season opener. So you figure to give Andy Reid a big edge over Peterson on the longer rest. Uh, the Chiefs really looked explosive. You know, they always had a team that was good but never could make the big play, and that seems to have changed this year, albeit it's only one game, so you don't know that for sure. I do like the Eagles' defense this year. To me, this is a really tricky game. I, you know, I would normally say take the points with the Eagles, but Andy Reid off that, off that extra – extra, you know, few days to prepare really would worry me. Okay, let's switch gears. Saturday night, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It's Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez. What's the betting action look like at CG Technology for this fight? Really good action on this fight. In fact, I've been actually pleasantly surprised with how much handle we've done. Uh, so far, we've taken a few big bets on Triple G, including uh, one for $80,000, which was the biggest. Uh, he is a minus 150 favorite right now, 65% of the money on Triple G, but uh, 62% of the tickets have been bet on Canelo Alvarez. And, you know, with this weekend being Mexican Independence Day, I fully expect that ticket count on Canelo to creep up. Uh, I do think that some of the bigger bets on Triple G will still come in. So this fight is kind of, you know, the old adage, it's booking itself. It kind of is. Um, you know, small line moves here or there, but for the most part, really good two-way action. Uh, so pretty pleased with this one. Have you figured out which position you would take on this fight if you were Batman? You know, I've been back and forth on this one. I actually kind of like the favorite here, uh, Golovkin. I, I, I'm not totally sold on uh, Canelo fighting a, an opponent of this caliber. Everybody's saying that Triple G's never fought anybody, but Canelo fought, you know, Miguel Cotto when he was like a thousand years old, and we saw what Mayweather did. 
Um, the over is, is really intriguing to me, although you do have to lay a bit to do it. It's about minus 230 in that range, but that might be where I go. Follow him on Twitter at Jay Symbol, the Vice President of Risk Management at CG Technology. Jason Symbol with Joe Fortenball here on the Sharp 600. Jason, great stuff, man. Thank you for your time. Have a great weekend. All right, Joe, thanks, and hope to do it again soon. It's going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Our next guest has joined us here on the Sharp 600 before. Follow him on Twitter at MMA Odds. Offshore odds maker Joey Odessa joining us here on the Sharp 600. Joey, we'll jump right into it. Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez Saturday night in Las Vegas. What does each fighter need to do in order to win this fight? Oh, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. I mean, uh, one guy's got to land more punches than the other guy, and then Golovkin's going to have to get a fair shake on the cards with these three judges. Do you, When you evaluate the judges, are you concerned that either fighter may have an edge based on who they've chosen? Well, I mean, I'd like to say this fight's a lot you know, easier to predict than the Mayweather-McGregor since we last spoke, but it's, the problem that we have here is you've got Oscar De La Hoya, you know, he's in control of everything in this promotion, you know, and he's groomed Canelo from, the, you know, for the last, what, 20 years since he's been boxing. So you got him going out in Vegas. You've got three judges, Adelaide Bird, Dave Moretti, and Don Treya from Connecticut. I mean, he's only judged two bouts in Vegas in, what, in all of 2017. And, uh, you know, when you look at the, you know, the judges' stats, this could, you can make a good case for a draw here. I'm not, you know, one to talk about conspiracies and they'll fight again and make more money, but... You know, we're not looking at anything wider than maybe a 116, 112, 115, 113 kind of fight. And that's only one or two rounds difference, you know, on each judge's scorecards. And when you actually break down these judges, I mean, sure, we could say, okay, Canelo cut off the ring and, you know, he's got to land more punches and cut off the ring. And, you know, he's an offensive fighter and Canelo does better against defensive fighters or against offensive fighters instead of defense. But everybody's already talked about all that stuff and it's all in the number. You know, Canelo's a dollar sixty favorite that they fought a couple years ago. Probably be like much higher, you know, in the mid two hundreds, maybe minus three hundred. But then you throw these judges in there and you don't know what they're looking at. I mean, uh right now I, I really think that this is probably a really good spot to play a draw and I think Canelo's gonna beat him. Or uh, excuse me, I think Golovkin's gonna beat him. However, there's Freudian slip there, go back Canelo. But uh, I think that Golovkin's gonna beat him up. But at the same time, you know, one or two rounds, if he doesn't do it so decisively, we could be looking at a draw here. So if you're thinking draw, would you also be thinking in terms of the over-under betting the over-prop in Las Vegas? Well, I would think Lawson's got to know he's got to go out there and totally destroy him to get a clear-cut decision because, again, looking at these judges, I mean, Adelaide Bird and Dave Moretti, they, they just got done, uh, they saw Canelo recently in his Chavez fight. They scored that fight. You know, and they've seen him before. And then, uh, you know, the third judge there, you know, I mean, going back four out of every five rounds, he's, you know, he's usually in sync with the other two judges. But, you know, I don't want to say he's due, but if he's due for, you know, scoring opposite one of these two, if he sees a different fight, that's going to be the, uh, you know, that'll be the swing judge where, the, you know, where majority draw or majority decision comes into play. How would you bet this if you liked Triple G or you liked Canelo? In terms of timing up your wager, when is the best time to bet either fighter? Well, you know, I'd like to say that, you know, everybody's going to pour into Vegas and bet the underdog, but, you know, it's really hard to tell. It's hard to tell with this fight. You know, looking back at the Floyd-McGregor fight, everybody expected a big flow of, uh, of McGregor money late, but the wise guys gobbled that up. And i tell you the truth, I really believe the wise guys are going to be on uh, Golovkin in this fight. 
Follow him on Twitter at MMA Odds Offshore Odds Maker. And one of our all-time favorites, Joey Odessa, joining us here on the Sharp 600. Joey, dynamite stuff as always. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the fight on Saturday night. Okay, thanks. Before we say goodbye from Las Vegas, it wouldn't be an NFL pod if we didn't throw a couple picks out there. So, play number one, the Denver Broncos plus two and a half, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Denver's going to win this game outright, in my opinion, because since 1990, the Broncos are 28-3 and straight up when playing at home in weeks one and two. 28-3 and straight up when playing at home in weeks one and two. If you take that trend just from the year 2000, the Broncos are 18-1 and when playing at home in weeks one and two. So we'll go ahead and take the two and a half points with the Broncos over the Cowboys Sunday afternoon. Game number two, same time, 49ers at Seattle against the Seahawks. 49ers last six trips to CenturyLink Field. They're averaging just 11.8 points per game. Two terrible offensive lines. Two teams that will struggle to run the football. You've got a total of 42 points here. We are going under the total of 42 total points. So the Sharp 600's two picks for this week. We're going to take the Broncos plus two and a half over the Cowboys and the under 42 total points, 49ers, Seahawks. That will do it for us for this edition of the Sharp 600. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are here in Las Vegas. We will do our best to stay out of trouble. But if you get an opportunity, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Until then, we're back Monday. Best of luck, everybody.